Hi, Jules. How are you? You're in lockdown, you know. Um, yeah. How are you doing? We should probably tell the listeners, so the sound might be weird, but we're doing this by Skype. This is the first time for us. We have no idea how to do this. So we're just recording it and hoping for the best. But it just means that then the listeners get, you know, a, a podcast on Friday. Yeah. And look, it might make your lockdown worse, but it might improve it. <laughs> I'm thinking so, the, the former. But what if... <laughs> yeah. So what's, what's happening is you are sitting in your home studio space with the proper microphone and stuff. I am in Ketan. I'm in Paul. And that's why my voice is sounding, I mean, more weird than usual, really. Yes, it's well, out the sky. Maybe it's an improvement. <laughs> oh, okay. I feel like the celeb being phoned for an interview. So this <laughs> is nice for me. Or one of the people that are in jail, you know, like in the crime podcast, do you know what I mean? And now we have to have like a conversation about like why you were wrongly accused. Oh, because I was like, why would you phone someone in jail to ask them about cars? Okay. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. But yeah. um, I, I don't know if you can hear the clinking. Oh, and mine. Yeah. Because lockdown, so I can see your glass on the video is massive. <laughs> Those are yours. What are you My drinking? So I am having a Rayberg Winery's Pinotage Rosé 2019, which um full disclosure uh was in my dad's wine fridge <laughs> because oh. i down with them um like a child um oh. so but i can read the description to you if you'd okay. like so oh, it says fresh okay. it's like you jules some <laughs> fish fruity huh? <laughs> yeah yeah not me you Oh, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> yes. Um, with a floral bouquet. Oh. And a well-balanced berry and red cherry flavor. Okay, but whatever about all that, how does it taste? Yeah, it's really nice. It says here it goes with um, with a chicken salad and a paella. A chi- oh, oh, uh, did you, did you, we might get WhatsApps coming through on this recording. Oops. <laughs> Wait, I will, I will disable mine really quickly, uh, and then there shouldn't be a sound. I shall also turn off my work email. Um, we yeah. can't hear. Um, what are you drinking, Jules? So I am drinking a Mulderbush, 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 Shannon Blanc, Ian of Hope. Okay. Oh, it's a nice one. I like that one. Do you? 2019. Um, so, oh, I didn't know that Mulderbush is widely considered one of South Africa's iconic wineries. Can uh, you just say that? I mean, I feel like maybe they are. Yeah, I mean, yeah. decides that. How do you measure it? Also, because they've been around since 1989. I mean, that's, that's younger than me. That's like 31 years old. Yeah, man. Oh. And now you look at like Fadigelegen, that was like, what? The first vines were planted in 902. Yeah, I don't like with Fun Rubik, I don't know, wasn't it? <laughs> okay, um, 1652, but fine. Close. Right. Um, <laughs> 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 right, so yes, it is very nice. I'm not usually a Shannon fan, but you know, when in lockdown. Um, yeah, try whatever's left. Correct, yeah. And I mean, we're day six, so this is concerning. <laughs> day six. 
So you and I, all going well, will record another one next week, right? So we, um, or the week after, but there'll be there'll be a second recording while we're in lockdown. Well, uh, goes. if this one's total crap, then I think not. <laughs> I think not. But I think this is going to work. And then um, what's going to be interesting is if we check in with each other again and we can compare wine stocks. And yeah. dear listener, it might come out of the box. Uh, or it might be like beef stock or something that I've just fermented yeah. because now I've run out of anything. So we started you know. making our own alcohol with fermented fruit. Yeah, mo moonshine. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Anyway, this is quite fun. Okay, so now this week is, so we're going to chat about the Suzuki Espresso. Yep. And what I love about, um, not about the car, but the sort of situation, the story behind it, is that, so just before we kind of went out into lockdown, um, Suzuki was meant to launch it to the media. It got cancelled. They, they couldn't obviously have the launch. But we weren't on full lockdown yet, so... Terry and I managed to convince them to give us a car because they were down the road from us so we could get to test drive it, which I think a lot of other journos might be a little jelly about. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, they better be, actually. Yeah. Um, so I would say my first impression, and in fact, both of us, when we saw it and got there, was to sort of burst out laughing, which is <laughs> not always a good sign. Yeah, yeah, it was... Um... It's it's an odd looking little thing. Yeah, really. Um, yeah, my intern at work at uh, at car our um, editorial intern compared it with a oh, fucking now I can't remember what it's called. But they those little plastic cars at like fairground things. I don't know. Anyway, they're little orange cars with like a I little yellow roof or something. A cozy, cozy something. Cozy something. Um, I'm going to find it. Also, the intern is probably, what, like 20 years younger than you and I, so it's probably something we don't know about. Yeah, a cozy coupe. It's called a, I've just, so this is the one advantage of you and I doing it by, by this. I can Google it quickly. So it's yeah, called a cozy coupe. Have a look on your side. Cozy coupe. C-O-Z-Y coupe. Um, and it kind of, I I mean, I think um, lovely. <laughs> Lord Jared is a bit sort of like insane some days, even though I adore him. But um, it really, like, it looks like it, doesn't it? You know what these are? If someone doesn't know and doesn't Google, they often the little cars that you that you put your kids in if you go shopping, and they're like a trolley but for children. That's what yes. those are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not part of a fairground ride. Scrap everything Jared no. said. Clearly, too often don't have kids. Um, yeah. So yeah, so it it's it looks bizarre. The one um, Suzuki gave to us to drive for that afternoon, um, the bright orange one, yes. uh, which certainly doesn't help. And our one also had a ton of orange accents inside. Yeah, uh, great. This is especially quite strange. But once we got over the looks, like you drove first, and I think we like you were you were impressed really quickly. Yes, the, the drive certainly. But before that, I think when we got into it, it was also that odd sort of driving position or sort of where you feel like you're falling forward a little bit. Um, yes. You're sitting quite high, actually, um, but high towards the dashboard. So you're ready, ready to get on your knees and pray. 
Yes, <laughs> but with regards to the drive, it was possibly my, and is actually certainly my favorite budget car to drive, say out of the Quid or the Datsun Go, because one, I love that the clutch doesn't sort of take as high as they usually do, and it's very sort of solid, the gear is solid, everything, so that when you don't stall a lot, it doesn't feel clunky, it doesn't feel like it's tinny, yeah. actually, in the drive, which I love. Yeah, same, same. It, um, some some small cars, and I'm, I'm specifically referring to the Renault Quid here, uh, are a little bit of a challenge to drive really smoothly, where where the opposite is supposed to be true. They're supposed to be used in an urban environment. You almost need to get into them and completely forget that you're driving them. Like, the clutch has to be light but progressive. The gear shift has to be really slick. So if you don't think about um, changing gears and trying to do it as smoothly as possible and then dodging um, uh, taxis and it's uh, yeah, do you know what i mean like it should be yeah. as easy as possible and that's yeah. what this car does fantastically well it's so smooth to to drive it's got a really good ride as well i mean the one we were in um has 14 inch uh steel wheels uh in fact i think all of them are 14 inch steel wheels um with nice plump tires um they're really skinny so they are no grip levels but that doesn't matter in the city car um okay. It, it, so the drive is really good. Like it's really comfortable. The yeah, as you mentioned, the seating position is a bit strange, uh, especially yeah. if you're taller like I am. Um, it, it becomes like the the steering wheel sits in your lap. I uh, mean, ridiculous in it. I have to say. <laughs> Not what it looked like. Like I got into that car, and if I had opened both front windows and stuck my arms out, it would look like a safety vest on me. <laughs> like a high-vis jacket, and I would be directing traffic or something else. Or like a boating uh, life jacket. <laughs> it's exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those ones, exactly <laughs> like that. Um, so I get all the windows closed. Yes, yeah. Well, also because you didn't want anyone seeing you, but that's besides the point. Yeah, um, massive sunglasses on. Massive yeah. sunglasses. One of those fake noses you get at, like, a, a toy store. Um, it looked so ridiculous, actually. But, yep. you know, look, the one, look, it's, the, well, it's a naturally aspirated one litre three-cylinder engine. You've got the usual, like, 50 kilowatts, 90 newton meters. And, look, we didn't take it on a highway, which I feel would, would you would feel that, but it's it's kind of, it's, it's acceptable. Jules, actually, I, um, just before, right, right, right before lockdown, uh, we got one to test that car. Uh, and I did take it on the highway, and at, like, 100 k's, maybe 120 um, kilometers an hour, it's actually completely fine. I mean, it's a budget car, it feels out of its depth, like they all do, um, yes. but it wasn't too bad. Like it felt it felt um, acceptably stable and there was enough overtaking punch even in fifth gear and the engine didn't rev too high. So it was, it was actually not bad. Again, it's better than the Renault Quick. Yeah, I mean, I like that you just dropped that in there again, that you got it on test, you got to drive it again. I mean, how to piss off all the other journos in this industry. Yeah. Actually, it's standing in my driveway. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> and actually, there's two. Like, so Luke just said you want two. Which, so I said, yeah. Well, you know, the problem is, how funny is this? Having chatted to a number of journos over the last couple of days, um, yeah. it's interesting that most of Joburg didn't get any cars. All their cars got taken away, all their fleet cars and stuff. And most of us in Cape Town have managed to keep a car or two. So it looks like Joburg versus Cape Town. Cape Town is winning. So this so, is the place you're going to be if you're a motoring journo. <laughs> yeah. Really insensitive of you to mention that, by the way, 
Yeah. Knowing okay. that you do, that I do not have a taste card. Thank oh. you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so, disregard what I said about Cape Town. It's actually just about the people that they love. <laughs> no, did I tell you what happened? Yeah. So my next, my next long term is a Mazda CX-3. And it arrived the day before lockdown, the morning. Um, Mazda said they wanted it back. So I had a oh. long term for a day. Oh, God, so you're going to write a great write-up on that. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I love the, my dad's five-year-old Mini Cooper that I get to drive. Four-year-old. Yeah, which Mini Coopers are some of my favorite cars, so that's not too bad. That's my worst. <laughs> but anyway, back to the Espresso. There's one, speaking about Mini, that, that console, that center console that they've got up in this Espresso with that round vibe or whatever is very Mini-like, sort of, I don't know, nine, 2002 sort of thing? I don't know. I've not, you, I can see my Espresso. <laughs> Well, I couldn't think, I was going to say like circa, and I couldn't think of the word circa. So I, was like, <laughs> so I just went with a date. I don't know. But it's very sort of mini. It's me. I think it's meant to be very funky, but I just think it's completely weird. I mean, you'll get used to it and, and love it, but it is, I'm actually looking at a picture of it now, like just with this massive speedo in the center of the dashboard. It's weird. It's so strange. I agree with you. Um, I mean, it houses it houses the infotainment system as well, which um, is a touchscreen system on the high spec models. You get uh, smartphone mirroring and blah 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 mirror yeah. mirroring. What yeah. the hell is that? <laughs> well, all um, that. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. It looks really odd. So uh, I just want to uh, mention again the test car we got at car. <laughs> um, mm which um, unlike the one you and I took a, a, for a drive around the peninsula was a different model and that had silver inserts in the, uh, on the dashboard and doors. So it wasn't, it wasn't quite so bright that circular motif wasn't as obvious. Uh, okay. It looked a bit neater than yeah. just having orange absolutely everywhere. And I don't know if you can remember like an odd little honeycomb pattern as well. Yes, yeah, all sort of odd things. And then it's also got the, um, the wind window, wind, whoa, whoa, whoa. The window buttons, window controllers, maybe is what one calls them. Um, also in the center, just under the entertainment um, screen, which is also yeah. very mini and also kind of very dusted, like very Renault does that as well. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just, um, look, it's a, it's a cheaper way of doing it because all your electrics are concentrated on the dashboard. You don't have to relay lay them into the doors necessarily. Um, in, a, in a really narrow car like this, um, you also need to make space for those switches on the doors, which might affect like legroom and stuff. So it actually makes sense. Like I, it didn't bug me that they were on the dashboard. No, it doesn't bug me actually even more because it's, it's just getting used to it, which you do anyways yeah. if you're in the car. So that's fine. Yeah. But again, yeah. like, the value for money, I mean, this it's the cheapest car in our market, especially coming out of lockdown. I imagine there can be a lot of people who have to downsize and or buy a, a cheap car and they can't afford to get what they wanted to get or whatever. And so the starting price of just under 135,000 Rand, okay, cool, that's like yeah. a very entry level one. But even the top of the range one is just over 160,000 brand new and yeah. with loads of spec and They've got the five-year, 200,000-kilometer mechanical warranty, a two-year, 30,000-kilometer service plan, and obviously you get one year's complimentary insurance as well. 
I mean, you can't really beat that offer. It is. It's fabulous value for money. The one I would go for is the One Needs a GL um, Plus, which um, gives you like everything that GL has, um, the entry-level one, but for 5,000 Rand more, you get that infotainment system with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto and a reverse camera, which is a little superfluous on a tiny little car like this, but um, it's only, it's five grand, which seems like good value for money. I think that's where the bulk of the sales are gonna go as well on that GL yeah. Plus model, manual one. I see they've got an AMT, which is an automated manual transmission in the range as well. Judging from other small cars, it's woeful, don't go there, avoid oh, it all costs. Don't do it. Yeah, no, I would just know. Manual so great. Um, don't get the auto in this case. And besides, it's 13 grand more anyway. Yeah, uh, you think about it, you're getting, like, you get, for 140,000 rand, you're getting everything, like a brand new car with insurance for a year and great service plan and warranty, blah, 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 and all the spec that you need. Sure, it's it's very much a city car. You know, yeah. you're not going on long road trips in it necessarily. Well, I mean, you can, but... Um, you yeah. know, it's it's for the it's for your first timers, your empty nesters, your yeah. you know and if you and also again sorry the one is obviously it's it works out cheaper their deal that they've got at the moment works out so it comes to like sixty rand a day that you'll be paying for this car, which is probably less than a lot of public transport that people have to spend on. Yeah, 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 entirely. Um, I mean, you have to factor in fuel on that, but it should be really low on fuel. I mean, Suzuki is claiming 4.9 meters per 100. Uh, yeah. I think it's doable. Um, yeah. You get that here um, for insurance. You get a two-year service plan, as you mentioned. The one um, your little standout thing about this car that we haven't spoken about is how big it is inside in terms of um, passenger room front to back. I yeah. could can't do this in any other little city car. I can fit behind myself. And I'm one point, um, what, like 187, 186 meters tall. Like a big tree. What is that supposed to mean? You're looking very tall. Yes, I've been seeing everything in lockdown. <laughs> but this Skype camera adds a few kilos. <laughs> so me. Oh my God. We are not friends after this. Um, yeah. Anyway, the point that I'm trying to make is you can you can fit in four adults. Actually, you, re you genuinely can. Yeah, um, that's And the boot's kind of big. So yeah. um, it's you can, this can actually function as a little family car as well. If money is tight, and I mean, for a lot of people, it really is, and it's going to get tighter in the next few months. Um, this I, I would genuinely I would genuinely consider this car. I think it's if you can live with the cozy coupe looks, um, don't get it in orange. Maybe get it in a more subtle color just to yeah. compensate for that a little bit. I think it's a fabulous little thing. I really genuinely. What score would you give it? Um, I would do. For me, it's a solid eight out of ten. Oh God, you're such a tough crowd. I would go like. In the budget, if you look at everything else, I was going to go for a good nine. Okay. Well, that splits the score to eight and a half. I think well, that's really good. That is very good, I must say. This week's sort of question is yeah. interesting because it's such a strange thing. I've never been asked it before. And then in the last sort of two months, I've been given, I've been, I've gotten three different people asking me for a car that has comfortable seats so nothing else they're not like interested in like they've just said to me 
and okay, to be fair, the one was like an eight year old lady who was like she just can't sit in all these off like her back hurts and da da da. But the others weren't; they were younger, um, still of the elderly sort of t- vibe. Um, and you know, they've just said they want seats that are easy to get into and then comfortable to sit in. And I was yeah. like, and like off the cuff, I was like, hmm. And all that came to mind, I was thinking like Nissan, like an old Nissan X Trail. I remember having the most comfortable seats, so Nissan has comfortable seats. But what would you say? Um. So. Getting getting in and out of those seats, obviously, that's a completely different discussion because it depends on how tall the car is and whatever. But in in terms of a balance um, for like getting in and out comfortably and how comfortable the seats is, I'm going to say a Nissan as well. The the current and the previous gen Qashqai just yeah. I think has like the most comfortable seats. Nissan Nissan does seem to get it right, and VW. I mean, you can start looking at like premium brands, and then generally the seats are fabulous and comfortable. But for yeah. the mainstream brands, I really think VW gets it so right from the up all the way to to Tiguan and Touareg. Yeah, they're really comfortable. Nissan's really good at it, and Nissan because it's Nissan and Renault in an alliance. Renault seats are comfortable as well, um, and then you get brands where they don't do so well. And we won't mention them here. No, we, no, um, I'm not going to say. Um, yeah. What did you say? No, just the Ford Fiesta because I, I but it's uh, mainly my bums today. Lockdown. No, not, not the seats fault then. Okay, well, I feel like, okay, well, I would say like probably consensus is Nissan. If you're going to go for very yeah. comfortable seats only, like you don't care about anything else, you go for Nissan. And then, okay, so now. Because right. we're in lockdown, that was me clicking. Yes. I can click. Um, uh, what is your lockdown tip? Um, this is such a cliche one, but it's, I've had to do this. Otherwise, um, my days, because I'm still fully working, still producing the mag and doing the online stuff. And in fact, while, as we're recording this, we're in sign off of the May issue. Um, my thing has been to actually get up, have a coffee, start your day properly, like do a bit of exercise, then shower and get dressed, all of that. Um, I've had to do that and, and I haven't been as successful as I would have liked. Um, but to to just get properly ready before plopping yourself down in front of the computer and starting work. Um, that and maybe closing the door sometimes. So Roscoe, who uh, you wouldn't have heard on this podcast uh, because my mom's throwing a ball for him outside in the garden, uh, <laughs> closing the door sometimes so he doesn't keep bothering me because he's oh, watching okay. the Didn't he also eat Tinkerbell, the cat's food? Oh, three bowls. <laughs> three bowls, yours. My dad's version. Oh, so Tinkerbell cannot be. Oh, dear. Okay, well, fair enough. Okay, so my lockdown tip is pretty much the same as yours, except I, it, was, it was like, because I agree with that 100%. Mine is do exercise, like work out, even if you've never had before. Like, I have found it, like, so I go to gym. Okay, you wouldn't tell, like, often but i do um and i like to just have uh, work on the stop, uh, stop that oh. you look oh thanks thanks um but i 
then have now it's become like quite a fun thing for me to do and obviously then passes some time is to find like really cool really fun and funny workout videos to do on youtube and whatever and i've had such a good time doing it i'm so stiff that like i can't even cope with you know what i mean how stiff i've been Hey, who's walked in? I can see the sorry, door. Sorry, my sister just opened the door and let Roscoe in. Um, oh, hi. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yes, yeah, say hi. Is Roscoe there too? Yeah. Uh, he just came from a little play date outside. Um, yeah, the exercise thing is so. What I've um, what's been really cool is discovering. Um, discovering all these people doing like exercise classes and like yoga classes especially on zoom uh and often they're free mm. uh and actually all you need is just a decent um internet uh connection which That's considering that bloody cable under the ocean is now yeah. as well is, uh, so it's locked down cut internet great um but, but uh, yeah, yeah I, I think we've done well i'm hoping that we've, we've nailed this and yes. we'll soon find out with everyone else. But um, until next time, uh, everybody keep safe and keep sane. Keep safe, keep sane, and this will be over. It has to be over eventually. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. if it isn't, then we all turn into zombies, and you won't know better anyway. So what? Exactly. But if everyone could just stay the fuck at home, that would be my main thing to end this podcast with. I, unlike you, I'm not a fascist, and I'm not going to tell people what to do. Oh, whatever. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye.